Well, you ever have those moments when you're going through the process and, uh, aha, that's what that means. Or, wow, I never saw that before. Well, that's what we talk about today. Welcome to another podcast. I am Steve Hollis. Across from me is Eddie Hammond and Peter Bales. Good to see you guys. Hello, Steve. Well, you know, those aha moments in our life is kind of what you talked about, Peter. We're going to be having a chance to step right into that and talk a little bit about that. The aha moments of Easter. Yeah. And how uh, then Easter, of course, has been now almost four weeks past uh, when we celebrate it. But the great thing about it is, is that the sustainability of what Easter has done in our lives is celebrated each and every day yeah. as being a Christian and then throughout all of our life. But we get a chance to then come together and talk a little bit more about that. And that's what we're going to do. But before we do that, Pastor, or do you feel a little refreshed from a little R&R? Yeah, yeah, I do. I didn't, uh, I didn't want to come back, so I'm just. Being that means with that's you. good. So <laughs> that, I'm in the woods almost every day. That's good. Uh, just well, something about being in the woods, uh, you and God and quiet, no noise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Owls hooting and uh, seeing snakes. I saw four or five snakes. I thought about bringing them back, bringing you each a snake, but I didn't. <laughs> that was a, I didn't. I didn't do that. So. Beautiful thought. Thank you. <laughs> no, it, 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 nature is God's creation. is just absolutely gorgeous, especially mm-hmm. in the middle of 153 acres of woods, and you're not going to ever see another person unless you want to, mm-hmm. if that sounds yeah. right. But. Having the chance to do that is has been, a, I'm sure, there's just been such a blessing for you, and um, uh, we're so glad that you had a chance to, to get away, to get some rest, and Found and a few mushrooms, had enough to get a taste of those, so that's that good. was good. Yeah, Very good. for sure. I'm sure, did you build some fire, some fires? I only had one. You only had one fire. Yeah. Well, that's unusual for you. Well, I know it. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Diane's trying to curb my pyromaniac <laughs> in me. So. <laughs> yeah. Pyromaniacal. Didn't blow up anything? No, I didn't blow nothing up. Um, anything it was on the four-wheeler a lot. I didn't get too crazy, so... <laughs> That's good. Anyhow, good well, that's time. good. Good. Well, in spring with the and I the appreciate buds. you guys preaching. And uh, like I said, I I don't have any qualms about leaving. That uh, it's it's a great thing for uh, a, a pastor to be able to turn his pulpit over and really uh, know it's going to be fine. So, yeah, it is. A, that's it is. A that's a, that's a big deal. That's some big deal. some guys it's uh, they don't do that so well. But uh, I once knew a pastor didn't take a Sunday off for four years. Uh, I thought that was almost detrimental to the fact. Yeah. Well, the the word ridiculous comes up in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Very quickly, and Four I don't years mean, a long time. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean to to diss the individual because I know him, and and that individual is very is very compassionate on for the Lord and does a lot of good things, but I think sometimes we can in especially in the ministry because of the yearning and the mm-hmm. and the full heartedness and passion for Christ to let others know about Him. We can get ourselves in trouble by not taking time off. Yeah, It is so vitally important um, because there's so much things that happen. The other six days of the week, you you know, those listening right now, this is a podcast where we come together and we remind about what's happened on Sunday. And you think, well, you know, some context, 
some people will say, well, you only work on Sunday, Pastor. One day a week. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, talk about a ludicrous answer because it is 24-7, seven days of the week. doesn't mean that we're on it all the time, but our the Spirit mm-hmm. uh, is at work in us. We're being so sensitive to the flock and the, and the individuals. And so what I'm bringing out, bringing to the listeners even today, is this that this team thing that you said from the pulpit even to be able to do that as a team one united in christ how valuable that is because that brings such a fullness and brings rest because i was thinking to myself wow that's i get to now lead worship i just spoke now i get to lead worship and bring that so i can let my brother peter come in and Mm -hmm. and speak and how how vital that interconnection and all of that is so it's such a wonderful thing so yeah yeah and, and so that's why we're glad that you got rest mm-hmm. because we know that it's important for you pastor you know so yeah, it's good and we're it's glad good. you're back yeah, yes i appreciate that yes yes uh peter anything that you'd like to add before we oh. kind of get into the other no i i enjoy because we all i'm sure bring different stories and different perspective and i think we connect with different people in different ways so it's always even the same message, like we would, you know, bring it differently. So it's, I think that's that's fun to see how we we look at things different, and we bring out things that God is doing in different ways. So I think it enriches all of us. Yeah, it's good. Oh, that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, I love I love that. It's so important to be able to see that mm-hmm. because then it's not just felt within us three. Then it goes out in in ripple effect. It goes out and it starts that wave. God is producing a wave, and we get a chance to catch it as a church, as a body. And then where does it go? Does it stop at the doors of the church, a crossroads? Does it just crash on the shore? Does that mean that the, the boundaries of crossroads is where it ends? No, Isaiah, is it Isaiah where it says his word will never go out void? Mm-hmm. And when you was talking about that, I was thinking about the scripture that the Holy Spirit inspired every author, but they they let them use their personality to be able to tell that story same story yeah but it's all four gospels they're just just a little different same story but yeah yeah that's that's an interesting thing that he does allow us to have a little ownership in it yeah and uh but then that's how we learn it'd be a pretty uh, stale um, organization whatever if 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 we were all the same yeah be like the borg on star trek they're all hooked in and they're all the same and we're not saying and there's the elevator <laughs> we have these little creaky groans and stuff you know we are in crossroads community church sherman old sherman house theater uh yes and yes if, if anybody listening has never rode this elevator it's an experience hey we want you to experience it <laughs> and for five dollars up and five dollars down oh. there we go tickets <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like a, it's we'll like a, a line. It's like a ride. So being on the ride. So if you, <laughs> Joker, no, we'd let you ride it free. Yeah. Actually, but Kurt, I Kurt loves no. to get rides. <laughs> on the Kurt elevator. loves to get rides. He does. He's always like, hey, you yeah. want to ride the elevator? Yeah, that's great. It, and <laughs> when, when, when it's dark, it's kind of cool because with Queen Floors, it is pretty dark. You can't see anything. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. And when I was a kid, and uh, I think it was Schultz or Roots and Terrell, one of the two, um, had an African American lady, kind. African American lady wore a pillbox hat, and you'd get on. She'd say, "What floor?" Mm-hmm. And she'd run the elevator for you, just like that. But only that, and had a, I think that one had that gate. Mm-hmm. This yep. like, 
You didn't have diamond any, gate that yes. pulled. They had the main door and then that diamond gate. I'm wondering if up, I wonder so. if this one used to have that because you would think I bet it did. Yeah, because I think that 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 being the wall, the inside wall of the elevator, that being open, and you know. Yeah. I, I just think that it, there was probably some security. I think that's yeah, been know. Well, we, we bought removed. the place. Uh, we were using the elevator uh, in that first year or so. State come in and said, I put this elevator out of service. You guys shouldn't use this. No. So one of two things can happen. A counterweight will shoot you like this. Now the people the are going like to be wanting to ride it. There we go. Or you'll fall. Mm-hmm. Something will break and you'll, the cable will, So we had money. A lot of money actually put into that elevator. Yeah, a new car was going to cost eighty to ninety thousand. Yeah, so wow. we got about twelve thousand in it when Otis came and fixed it. So yeah. it's it's perfect. And we have it. And folks, since we're talking about the elevator, and, <laughs> and you're hearing the creaks and groans, you're like, I'm never going to get on that thing ever. It's a faith builder. Believe <laughs> no. <laughs> Believe you me. Listen, we take pride and care in making sure that that thing uh, gets serviced. Not only once a year, that's true. But we we are on top of it, understanding the severity of understanding the safety of it. The only dangerous area in the Sherman House is my office. I'd say probably. Yeah, stay steer, are, stay clear. A lot of danger when you <laughs> enter that place. Yeah, you know he's got a little robot that out there in front. It's a danger, Will Robinson. Danger, danger. No. Well, we digress, but I don't want to, and and uh, I know that this is so important to get into the meat of the issue today of of again bringing all three of us that have spoken on easter to come back and to talk a little bit about this and so peter you're going to be up and of course bringing forth some of the things that we've got going on yes we hear you elevator and um uh but to to pray over it and so I'd like to go ahead and pray over this uh, part of it so that the Holy Spirit would just guide us in our, our speaking so that it be the relevancy is mm-hmm. so important. So let's do that. Let's share that together right now. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us so much that you would use us, mm-hmm. that you have faith in us as, as, your, as your servants to bring the word so that others will hear and to, to bring them into their lives so that they can uh, be obedient, uh, look to be obedient, to to be aware, to let you, Holy Spirit, work in their lives. So I pray that we are obedient in bringing forth what you would have us say in this podcast. I pray that the words will go out and they'll be of you so that they won't go out void, just like Pastor said. Lord, we turn this time over to you now. And it's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. 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 Well, Peter, uh, your message was, aha! <laughs> Not quite, exactly. but, but partially. What was it? Yeah, uh, we called it the aha moments of Easter. And just referring back to even a podcast a couple weeks ago, I think we were talking about how the disciples after Easter, it was like suddenly their understanding clicked. They understand better maybe about Jesus' purposes and stuff, and it was still continuing to happen, you know, as they were um, kind of remembering the things Jesus said and putting it together. So, but the the crux of it is because of Easter, because we've experienced the miracle of God's saving grace on us or whatever, like our mindset changes, like something in us changes, and we have this aha moment, and we actually have lots of them, you know, in our life where we're like, 
whoa, that's, there's something different about how we think after Jesus than, than we did before. He, like, he changes our thinking, and even, mm-hmm. even you could call it a mindset of faith versus the mindset of before I came to faith. And so we kind of looked at what that might look like and how we, how we deal with that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it really, it really was one of those uh, messages where uh, inspired the soul, <laughs> right? I think that's a good way to maybe put it. It was an inspiration of saying, as we go out, you know, yeah, be aware, but also be aware. What has it already done? Let's not be complacent in moving forward. Let's let's allow that to be present in our lives. It's yeah, good. That Easter, in a sense, is a springboard, kind of, in our faith. Mm-hmm. But we just can't. You know, I always, always say, say things like that. Well, I wish every Sunday is Easter, but it should be. <laughs> it should be like right. Easter. And the fact that that's, uh, it's like men's group this morning about having joy 24-7, regardless of your circumstances. Mm-hmm. And w- with Easter, the fact that we, that Christ proved that he defeated the greatest enemy the human which is death that right. really you, you take a list of fears I'm sure death's up near the top mm-hmm. I, I don't have to fear that now people will say well I don't know how it's going to happen doesn't matter when it happens I'm I'm moving, I'm moving right. on it's like I lo- leave this present atmosphere this uh, dimension that I'm in and I go into the spiritual dimension We've talked about spiritual dimensions a lot, that around us now there are angels and demons that can come and go, but we can't see them. Mm -hmm. But we know they're there. They're not to bug us or anything because Christ has given us the power to overcome Mm -hmm. the darkness and the evil. So, you know, that's a... I think we should have an aha moment every day. If we don't, I'm speaking of myself, uh, I let the cares of the world wear you down a little bit or whatever, but I think it should happen every yeah. morning and, and I, I you have mentioned this before steve as, as others man the best thing we can do in the morning is put on that armor before we get out of bed we don't like to think warfare mentality but we are at war uh in in a sense uh, the enemy of our souls right. and um, it's like dostoevsky said that the greatest battlefield where the devil and god are fighting is the human heart mm-hmm. you know so uh, aha moments. I think it's good that we refresh ourselves with them and go over yeah. and over. Wrote. Yeah. So, it's not just an Easter time no, thing. No, no, it's a. And even as you go further in your life, you continue to have aha moments. And that was even for my own my own challenges. Like you start thinking bigger, you start to expect more in faith, and even that's not big enough. You know, like God always is stretching us to believe for more, and that He can do more with the little we have, and and so that's. Like you were saying, like part of this is just to stir us up to have more expectation and and more uh, just to go to the Lord and say, where am I selling you short? Like, where am I putting a lid on what you can yeah. do, rather than looking at everything through eyes of faith? Right. You know, right. Well, I think you, you you try to bring this down in life and the aha moments that we've had, like the birth of our children or whatever. Uh, the first time I saw my wife. I was sitting on a porch at my grandma's house, and this 53 red Pontiac convertible pulled up, <laughs> and a goddess got out of the back seat. <laughs> Saw her floating across the, off the park in Westfield, Illinois. And 
I wouldn't have. I said, man, that girl is gorgeous. Who would have ever thought that she ended up marrying a goof like me? <laughs> it's a miracle. It was a miracle. And I, yeah. I've never forgot that. Yeah. And I tell her that, you know, sometimes she just shakes her head. But anyhow, we've had a lot of aha moments. Yeah. And the thing is that God loved us even while we were sinners. Yeah. He knew. He knew. Uh, he knew what was going to happen in our lives. And uh, I didn't yeah. mean to digress i i just i think i'll have my own podcast and, and call it constant digression and that, <laughs> <laughs> we won't ever stay on one subject we yeah. just keep going backwards you you so, won't even but, know when it ends <laughs> no. it just it, it just, just it just falls just away no. fades away <laughs> and then it's like till next time yeah <laughs> so, no but um so what connects all of these three messages on easter the next week after and then last week are the promises of God. Yeah, the we, promises that bring those aha moments. You replace the empty promises with God's promise. That's it. Yeah. And then we live in the promise. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's it. And so when we are doing that and reminded of what God not only has done, but is doing through his promises. We can go on with that solid rock under our feet as we step forward in faith, trusting His Word. You know, Thy, thy lamp is a uh, Thy yeah Thy Thy, thy word, word is sorry lamp is a lamp feet. unto our feet. Right? No. We don't. I said this before. It's not a halogen bulb. <laughs> thy word is a halogen bulb that will show five <laughs> miles down the road. You know, it's it's a lamp, and we get a certain amount of light. And then it gets dimmer, and we don't know what's out 15 feet in front of us, 20, what, few days ahead. Mm -hmm. But we do know that the one who holds the future mm -hmm. is promised to say, I will remain faithful to you through my promises. Yeah. What a wonderful thing. Amen. Amen. Well, that, and without wanting to put a capstone on it, but somewhat, is there anything else we want to share about that before we go into... Having Eddie share. Well, I, I'll say that one of the main things I was feeling as I brought the message was that there are some areas that where God wants to do more. He wants to move us into new territory. Like we talked about the promised land and stuff, but where God wants to answer prayers even perhaps, but our mindset is still thinking in old ways. And so there's almost like where God is... In, in order for us to handle the, the things he wants to give us or to bring the changes we are actually desiring like we have to we have to have a mindset change you mm -hmm. know and we have to uh, let go of some of our old thinking and so that was just kind of we, we were just processing that somewhat because really That's it's right. unique for each person and where you're at and your your faith walk and what God is showing you and but no matter where you're at I feel like, we have to continually, the mind talks about let your mind be renewed. And so there's a continual renewing of our mind that we need right. to, to con continue walking close to him. And it, it seems to me like the more you walk with him, the more he just blows your mind. The more he, like the thing you thought yesterday, like he'll kind of go further today because he's just that amazing. He's that good. And he's got solutions for all these issues we see in our world, you know, and, and, uh, I just I was just trying to stir up faith if nothing else it's like that's, that's just a, expectation that when you see hard things just know God's got an answer for that and yeah. Easter proves it like he yeah. overcame death and they thought it was all over and their messiah was dead but yet he had the, the solutions were there the whole time 
Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. yep, wonderful. Great stuff. Thank you, Peter, for being obedient to the Lord and, and working through that to bring that. Um, Pastor, for uh, absolutely bringing the, um, uh, the, the, the things on Easter, getting things started. And so how that progression through uh, those series. Now we step into Mother's Day, which is Sunday, and uh, believe that you're going to be bringing something about that. So go ahead and share. Well, yeah. Synopsis of such. Yeah, we're going to honor moms. <laughs> the title of the message is Mother's the Epitome of Selflessness. In Luke 9, 23, uh, Jesus was talking about this critical character of selflessness that we as believers should have. Here's his command and description. Again, in Luke 9, uh, starting verse 23. Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. Take up your cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And why do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you yourself are lost or destroyed? It seems to me that, um, as a rule, not to, on the negative side, but there's a lot more self-indulgence than there is selflessness as far as in, the, in our culture. And, and maybe, um, maybe with, even with the context of the body of Christ, it's, it's kind of what we talked about a little bit. Uh, selfish, selflessness as a noun means concern more with the needs and wishes of others than when oneself. And when I say the mothers are the epitome of that, epitome, a person or thing that is a perfect example of a particular quality or type. You know, when you, you think about selflessness uh, over the years, maybe what you saw in your own mom or other mothers, uh, uh, I think sometimes they're a little more than maybe the dad is sometimes with the mother, not in every case, but there are some cases. And I've seen sacrifice after sacrifice from mother. And, and I'm gonna talk about Jochebed and Hannah and Mary are the three uh, in Exodus 2. Of course, Jochebed put Moses in the river and had enough faith that God was gonna take care of him. Can you imagine, I mean, you try to picture that thing, that stuff in your mind, but she did it to save his life because they were going to kill all the right. male Hebrew children. And, the, you know, continue in, in the, the whole process of Scripture and how amazing God is, that where did he end up? Well, uh, Pharaoh's daughter got him. He was raised in opulence. It, di it didn't run him for the fact that God moved him on to lead the children of Israel out uh, of Egypt. And then I'm going to, I'm going to switch to Hannah about... If you, if you know that story, that if she, she asked God, said, if you give me a child, I'll give him back to you. And that's another thing. I don't know, maybe you guys can, uh, can enlighten me on this. I don't know exactly how old Samuel was when she took him to the temple and gave him to Eli. I don't think he was real old. It says after he was weaned or something. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. He would have been a little older, I suppose. But, but the fact is, I know that there are, have been um, mothers that have made those promises to God. You give me a child and I'll do this, that, and the other. You know, and I, I think about my mom. And uh, I, I can't imagine how proud she would have been because she, she was a believer, a strong believer, actually. And then, uh, but maybe she made that promise before she died. Maybe she know. did. So, yeah, getting weepy. But, uh, 
And then it's like, think about my life. And, uh, and after she died, uh, moving with my grandma, and then uh, I, was, I was raised with no boundaries. And, uh, and then I, you know, I did a lot of crazy things that I didn't have a lot of guidance. But, you know, like we said, when we was talking about before, God full circle and, and, and brought me back. And, uh, you know, with Hannah, and it, I'm not going to go read that verbatim, but, th but there was another woman involved, and she could she was fertile, and Hannah wasn't, and she harassed her about that. So, and then, of course, uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, um, what she endured, and even in the temple when Simeon and Anna told her, you know, he said some, some words that I'm sure that, um, shook her to the the core because uh, uh, Simeon said a sword will pierce your very soul and I'm sure as she uh, stood at the foot of the cross um, I, I don't think there's anything as horrible as watching your child die mm -hmm. Mm. Praise God, that's not happened to me, but I have been with a lot of people when it did. You know, there's, I don't know. I don't, there's nothing like it. But she knew that uh, the hope of the world was on him. So I always think it's beautiful that she was among the disciples, you know, after he rose from the dead and his mom is there, you know, with them all. It's just... Like to to think about her story in that was just yes really cool Boy, uh, yeah and I guess in Gibson's The Passion of Christ that they did a good job portraying his mom her mom Jesus mom and I liked it when they were he was in the carpenter shop and they were joking around and stuff yeah like that. I liked that part that's good well and then um, I'm I'm gonna end with uh, my daughter's favorite children's book. Um, because it uh, it says so much. You know this book. Not that no, I, I, know. I know it very well. <laughs> I do. I know it very well. Not just because Stacy's favorite. It's it's uh, absolutely well. Not only and mom's, my mom's. Uh, and don't uh, don't tell her because uh, I won't. My my favorite story about of course Stacey's now she's could, now she. I, I, we've not mentioned the, the, the title of it, so now we're not going to share it. So she might listen to this yeah. podcast. So yeah, she usually does. She'll know. She'll know. So anyhow, uh, uh, honor moms and we'll go from there. They are a blessing for sure. They are indeed. And um, thank you. For sorry I got so emotional. But, that, uh, there's yes. nothing to be sorry about. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing and, and uh, God is glorified and and hearing our heart and our passion uh, and and telling our story, our testimony, what the Lord is continuing to do, um, that that speaks volumes to those that are listening and to us that are here. And I know that I can speak for myself, uh, but I believe that, Peter, you're in agreement. Um, and he is nodding his head. Um, yeah, we don't have the video uh, of video camera on us, but... Um, it's it's good to be with each other 
to recognize that no matter where our paths have brought us, no matter what's going on and how that continues to impact our lives, that as the Lord does a great work, He's not done. He won't be done with us until we see Him face to face. And we able, we're able to have this chance to share stories, to be with one another, to encourage, to, to spur one another on. Now, the key point on that is with love. That right there is what the Word says, to spur each other on in love and, and in that hope of Jesus Christ. Spurs <clears throat> uh, hurt. <laughs> Yeah. But when we do it in love, it's the passion of understanding. And so we get to share that with one another. And, and that's what we hope we are getting a chance to do when we bring this podcast to you. So continue to share it. Continue to allow that to be heard to other people. And um, we, don't do, we don't just sit around here and drink coffee to, to have a good time. We, we do do that. But we do it with purpose to let the word continue to be fervent and to go out into your lives. Pastor, would you have a prayer as we wrap this time? Thanks, God, for loving us. And as we said here, thank you for this time that we spent with you and your word and my brothers here. I appreciate them, Lord. I thank you for their messages, your message, actually, that they portray in their lives. And Father, we, we do hope that we focus on aha moments, and we should have them every day. And so, so that's my prayer. And uh, as we honor Mom Sunday, Lord, may they be uh, loved and may they really feel appreciated because they are such a, a precious gift to us. We love you, God. We give you praise and glory. Uh, thanks for the folks that listen to this. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, it's uh, we're wrapping this time up together. Thank you for joining me today. Um, Peter, I know that I've taken you from some of your work that you've got to do and uh, get back to tiling and doing some of those things that you're doing. But I really appreciate your time uh, spent with us here today. Pastor, we are glad that you're back here. And uh, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that I will be careful and cautious around your office uh, with those danger signs <laughs> up. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's great to have you back. Uh, anything else you'd like to share, guys, as we wrap it up? No, no, I'm Good. okay. Thank Good. you. Good. Okay. Well, we are hoping that warmer weather is coming. I think that I see that coming. Uh, a little drier weather. Yeah. Uh, farmers definitely need that. And so that is our hope for us as we step into this next week, that a little bit warmer warmer weather will come and, and uh, help dry up the fields and uh, some of those sloppy areas maybe in your own yards personally. I know I've got mine, my hands up. Uh, I've got that in my own yard. But um, anyway, uh, one thing I know about that is the grass will continue to grow. That's That's for sure. (laughs) God bless you. Thanks for joining us here today on our today's podcast. We'll see you. Thank you. Bye-bye.